Welcome to the podcast. Hey, congratulations. You found us. I'm Lindsay. I'm Stephanie. And this is Drunk and Uncultured. And this is our pilot episode. Like the name implies, we're here to get drunk and talk about pop culture. Uh, today we're hanging out in Lindsay's apartment, drinking beer from Revolution Brewing. They're not a show sponsor, we're just big beer fans in general, <laughs> but if you want to sponsor us, we'd be interested. <laughs> um, I found the newest League of Heroes pack on my way here today, so I'm drinking a Galaxy Hero, my personal favorite local IPA. And I'm drinking a Northwest Hero, and that's one of the new releases from Revolution. So, since it's the first weekend of 2018, which I'm going to get wrong for at least two more months, we wanted to start our first episode ever by talking about our favorite and some of our least favorite things from 2017. So, we're going to start with music. Um, Do you want to start, Steph? Sure. So, I am probably our local music guru, and (laughs) so some of the biggest albums of 2017 obviously the probably the biggest album of all of 2017 was damn by kendrick lamar like you can't get bigger than that so that album beyond that beyond that album being just incredible there were some other really big rap albums so i loved big fish theory by vince staples and i also loved flower boy by tyler the creator I mean, let's be honest, you just love Vince Staples. That's true. I do love Vince Staples, and I'm very excited for the collaborative Vince Staples, Tyler, the Creator Show coming up in March. If you have not heard of Over Under, go check it out. Vince Staples' episode is the funniest thing. Oh, the the, the Pitchfork Over Under series? Oh, I love it. Bill Knight, he is underrated. (laughs) Gotta teach those kids to make their lean. Um, Yeah, so go check that out. It's hilarious. Anything Vince Staples has to say, plus knowing that uh, Tyler, the creator, has his own TV series where he just did a bunch of ridiculous shit. Ugh, I love those two. So, those were probably those were probably my personal favorite rap albums of 2017, which I think they had a bigger influence than some of my, like, favorite of all of 2017 albums. So, my favorite top three favorite not rap albums of 2017 were probably lcd sound systems american dream that was good and then mass seduction by saint vincent because Mm -hmm. she is a queen and i got to see her do a private set at the sound lounge through 101.1 wkqx also not a sponsor also not a sponsor but I got to see St. Vincent do a private performance with probably a hundred other people. No. I mean, it's pretty awesome. In yeah, it's a, it's a small spot. But I got to meet Annie Clark, and I love her so much. It actually bothers me a little bit that her name is not St. Vincent, or that she didn't change her name Why to St. Vincent. That, why would she change her name? I mean, I just feel like that she should be called. Like, it's one of those things. But... Uh, <laughs> Otherwise, spoiler um, alert, this is going to be a lot of the podcast is us just laughing. (laughs) Another really big album that I liked that I feel like most of society was not that into was Goths by the Mountain Goats. And I have listened to the Mountain Goats since I was a teenager. So 
this was my first year getting to see them live too so hearing the new album live was just incredible it kind of bothers me that people don't really know about the mountain goats or like listen to them really well if it makes you feel any better my boyfriend didn't know who they were until we were seeing them live and i was like he's like so who are the mountain goats and i was like wait a second we bought these tickets eight months ago and you're just now questioning me on who the mountain goats are Oh, Steve. To the point where it was just weird. He didn't even know who we were going to see. I mean, I know that happens a lot. So I drag him to a lot of shows that he doesn't really know who he's seeing. But really? At least be a little prepared. Because you've done that for me. And granted, when we went to go see Joy Wave, it was like the day before that you told me. Yeah. But I still listened to them. Yeah. I mean, come on, Steve. You had one job. I just feel like if you been a fan for as long as the mountain goats have and you've and it's not Steve even like an indie f- band yeah like it's i mean it's indie music but they're well known within the community yeah they're not like some new band <laughs> been around forever they have a podcast about how good they are okay um so for my list um yeah i guess just picking a few uh, i have the xx Ugh, that was a good I album i love the xx um my to to bear meet, so I got to meet the XX earlier this year. Aren't you uh, like in love with the dude? What? You you are like in oh, love with that dude. Yeah, right? I embarrassed the shit out of myself <laughs> in front of the XX. It was really bad. Um, but continue, please. <laughs> I have the new Phoenix album. I know you hate Paramore, but I have uh, After oh, Laughter I by am Paramore. I'm not a Paramore fan. I used to, I'm not a fan of Hilly Williams. I'm a fan that's of fair. the band. Oh, that's fair. Um, okay, I can. I can respect that because I don't particularly like her and her voice, especially live. Uh, her voice has gotten very good live. I saw them like really? two years, two years ago. Two did you not see them in September? I did. Um, that was not good. Oh, so we were talking about <laughs> Riot Fest. Yeah. Um, I saw Paramore at Riot Fest. It wasn't that great, but it's also a festival, and I feel like a lot of people aren't great at festivals. Festival music so, sound system is just not. I have it's to give them that. Yeah. I have to give them that, I guess, excuse. Um, but After Laughter is really good. I just love the fact that it's very depressing, but so upbeat at the same time. Um, Minus the Bear, and I love Minus the Bear. Oh, I love Minus the Bear. But a couple of albums that I thought were surprisingly good this year were like... Harry human? Styles. So Harry Styles. Harry Styles' album. I am ashamed to say it, but it was very good. Oh, I am not ashamed to say it. That album was great. It was very unexpected from like a previous boy band member. Yeah. But I guess this is at the same time, like J- Justin Timberlake, J.T. Timberlake, uh, as I like J.T. To say, J.T. Uh, is well respected within like the music community. So, and he used to be in a boy band. Um, no, but, yeah, but I Harry, feel like Harry Styles kind of let his feelings out. Like, that's what it feels like. His album is very, like, emotionally deep. Like He it, also it talks does... about masturbating. <laughs> it's I mean, it's not the worst thing, right? I mean, no, it's funny. Just because, like, he's known for being, like, this, like, womanizing guy. And he yeah. talks about masturbating, so I, I enjoy hey, that. Hey, I'm down for it. <laughs> but, like... Uh, Gorillaz had a really good release this year with a lot of unexpected collaborations, which I really liked. I mean, Vince Staples fan, <laughs> not gonna lie, I oh. loved that Vince Staples was on the album. It always comes back to Vince Staples. It always comes back to Vince Staples. <laughs> but Damon Albarn brought a lot of really unique artists 
yeah. into the album this year. I mean, between Vince Staples, he brought in Drum, he brought in Danny Brown, he brought in... I feel um, like in general, Gorillaz just does a good job. Collaborating? All, all, like, all around. Like, oh, yeah. I don't think they usually have like weak releases. I mean, this album, compared to some of their others, were not as... The sound was different, but I think this year they decided to be like, you know what? We made a bunch of friends, and we want to collaborate with our friends. So we're going to make an album that's just collaborating with everybody we've ever heard of. I heard a thing online about how Damon Albarn wanted to impress his daughter, so he just brought in a bunch of like big up-and-coming musicians to collaborate with him to impress his daughter. But like... I wish my dad would have done that. That's badass. <laughs> but was your dad a musician? Oh, no. Exactly. Absolutely not. <laughs> but I get that. Like, if your dad was one, that would be cool. The, the a couple other music things this year. I mean, were Run the Jewels not at the top of their game? I Run know, the Jewels is always at the top of their game. So, though. I know their album came out at the end of 2016. And I just feel like this year, they played in Chicago three times i mean that's a lot of times to play in one city in one year i mean yeah but it's also chicago i mean but between promoting their new album playing the festivals and then playing the christmas shows like that's really cool for i've i don't think i mean i've seen a couple of artists three times in one year but i don't think i've ever seen them all in the same city right because i know they played February, Lollapalooza, and then in December. Yeah, at the the night we stole. Night we stole Christmas. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a great show. Yeah. Even after their sound went out, they brought <laughs> that shit. Well, the fact that when I, I I wasn't at the show, my fiance was, but the fact that um, when their sound went out, they just didn't say fuck it and no, like leave the stage. The fact that they continued entertaining, whatever, however they were doing that. It's respectable because a lot of people, like when we were at um, Goose Island block party and Big Big Mensa Mensa was just like, fuck this, I'm done when the sound wasn't working. Uh, Just respectable of the fact that they kept going on and did their job and did what people were paying to see them do regardless of the fact. Also, they're amazing people. I mean, if you think back to 2016 and Killer Mike's impression on society between him being the biggest Bernie Sanders bro ever. Yeah. And then every time I've seen them, LP gives the nicest speech about how much he loves society. And I just love LP. I think he's an underrated member of Run the Jewels. I know there's LP two members. LP is underrated. <laughs> I know there's only two members, but I think LP's pretty underrated. I also just like that the fact that they're really good friends. Oh, they're, they're like actual they're friends. They're my favorite. Those two together... Plus, if you like, if you think about how much DJ Trackstar, the three of them are best friends forever. The other big music act I wanted to point out this year was Portugal the Man. So I have been listening. We to were Port- getting dangerously close to a shut up shot there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is our first podcast, as we mentioned, and part of what we do is drink beer, and we are introducing something called a shut-up shot, where when we continue talking for the same thing, about the same thing for ridiculously long, uh, my fiancé Derek gets us a shot and tells us to shut up. Um, and he's not here right the next now. Topic. And he's not here right now, so 
we didn't have to do that, but I imagine if, if he was here in the room, he would get us a shot. Yeah, but... So, so Portugal the Man. Back to Portugal the Man. <laughs> so, I've been listening to Portugal the Man... Before for, they sold out. <laughs> so, as long as I can remember. And this year, I love... I mean, I love that they had a huge single, but I love their reaction to that new single. Mm-hmm. So I've, I saw them live three times this year. No? Yeah, three times this year. <laughs> and just, I saw them across the country, and they just, you know what? They love that they have a big single to the point where they played that single two different times in their set list. And I thought that shit was hilarious because they were milking that shit for all it's worth. But the best part is at their shows, they sell a t-shirt that says, I liked Portugal the man before they sold out. So I'm going to bring this back to when I was in high school and a big fan of All Time Low. (laughs) (laughs) And they did something similar. Um, I'm a little ashamed to say that I saw All Time Low like seven times in high school. Uh, But they also do something like that where they're like, All Time Low sucks on one of their shirts. But I respect Portugal the Man a lot more, um, and I like the fact that they acknowledge that they sold out. I just, I don't even think they sold out. Well, that they think that they sold out. Yeah, I like that they acknowledge the fact that they've had a song that's been so popular that it's playing on every radio station. Because you cannot escape Feel It Still. But I mean, at the same, I guess, is it like popular radio stations though, or like rock radio stations? Because I've heard... I've heard it on both. I've heard other stuff of theirs on like rock radio stations, like the same with Cage the Elephant. Um, and I wouldn't say uh, that you I love Cave the Elephant. I do too. too. But we can't talk about them for 2017. No. no. <laughs> so, uh, no Cave the ho- Elephant. Maybe 2018. We'll see. Hopefully 2018. That'll be our next episode. I did see them in 2017, though. Uh, they played Lollapalooza. I, so, unfortunately, moved to Chicago. Lollapalooza weekend. So, uh, so Matt Schultz showed up in a teeny tiny little sequin dress and That's fishnet amazing. tights and like stripped the dress off. That's amazing. I was expecting him to roll in the mud because that was that Thursday where we got evacuated from the rain mm. later that night. And uh, it was just shitty weather all day. And he like was stripping on stage and he is just a great front man. So seeing him live, seeing Casey Elephant live is always great. I agree. They did a good job. I mean, 2016 and 2017, they did a great job. Yeah, I think I saw them in 2017 at Lala. 2016? 2016. No, they played, uh, 2014. I saw them at a festival in 2016. They've played played all the festivals. They do play a lot. I I think I saw them at Shaky Knees then. So the last time I saw them... Well, they, they played in Chicago in 2016 because Portugal the Man was was their opener. You just fucked that up. I did just fuck that up. Oh, um, Steph just fucked the sound up. It's fine. I was going to say, uh, we saw them play at uh, UIC with Portugal the Man. You get so emphatic when you drink and talk about music. You're like throwing your hands everywhere in the mic. Um... <laughs> No, Case the Elephant played 2016. It yeah, was I like mean, in June with Portugal the Man. And see, they, I moved here. I guess June. No, July. When did you? When did your internship start? July. 2016. Yeah. 
trying to think who you would have uh no that we saw them in early june i didn't really go to any many concerts or shows while no i, was I mean here. that's fair i think like, i saw they, that was early like june i saw foals um with bare hands i love so good at the Foles Riviera? Is one. Wait, was that yeah, in November Riviera? Riviera. Oh, I wanted to go to I, Foles is one of my favorite bands. Um, I'll talk about them in the 2018 episode. Um, but Bare Hands was also phenomenal. I and then love I saw Lola, Bare and that was Hands. It Bare Hands is so underrated. They also, did... we keep talking about 2016, so here comes the shut up shot. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Thank you. There are pre-used lines. That's it. <laughs> Thanks, Derek. Derek didn't want to cut any limes because there are limes in the fridge. I didn't see any. There All are right, 100% limes in the fridge, limes. but we are sucking Three, on pre-used limes. Two, one. I think that was my pre-used lime <laughs> that I sucked all the juice out of. Oh, I fucked that up. All right. All right. So movies. On to 2017 movies. Uh, Wonder Woman. Was phenomenal. Uh, Gal Gadot is <coughs> my life icon. She is gorgeous. She really is. And she's also just like a strong, like feminine woman. I also just, I think Patty Jenkins did a really good job with that movie because the previous. I agree. Even I mean, I was Marvel, not... DC, whatever, you haven't, we haven't had a female director like no. this before. She was the first one. It's also one of the highest grossing. Like, female directed movies of all female time. directed movies but also like superhero movies yeah and i don't know she killed it in general and i don't i don't think dc was doing too well until that movie because like justice league not good no justice league was post wonder woman yeah but it was not good no but like the previous woman but uh, the, not the previous woman the previous film before that was batman versus superman which was filmed partially at Michigan State, and I freaked the fuck out when they were filming that there. Ben Affleck came into my Starbucks. Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> you said that so weird. Do um, like, you remember those commercials with the Affleck? <laughs> Affleck. Affleck. Um, That's what you said. <laughs> Superman was kind of garbage. Yes, so 100%. for Wonder Woman to I come mean, out of all of that. If we're going to be honest, Ben Affleck. 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 Ben, ben Affleck. <laughs> not my super, not my, uh, fuck. not my Batman. <laughs> not my Batman. Ben Affleck is not my Batman. All right, so not related. Who is your Batman? I loved Christian Bale as Batman. That's I really did. And I know people I don't have... like the Dark Knight trilogy. But I really wait, liked it. Wait, people don't like the Dark Knight Yeah, apparently people don't like the Dark Knight trilogy. Those are incredible films. Those are great My movies. My personal favorite, though, is still Michael Keaton. <laughs> That's fair. I love those Tim Burton That's fair. Films. As long as he didn't say George Clooney. <laughs> oh, God. Of course it's not George Clooney with the nipples. Um, yeah, people don't like the Dark Knight trilogy for some reason. Oh, I yeah. think Christian Bale... I mean, with the exception Between of the, the, the uh, weirdness of his voice. Uh, <laughs> exactly. With the exception of his weird voice. Yeah. Um, I think they did a great job. It's also filmed here in Chicago for the first two. Or second no, one? Dark Knight was filmed Dark here. Knight? Yeah. I don't one know of them if is the, filmed Batman here. Begins was filmed here. But, so, beyond the DC universe, 
Yes, Thor. Oh, I guess let's go to Thor at the end. Yeah, we got some we'll stuff to Thor at the end. We have some other things to talk about. <laughs> so, uh, we got to go see it this year, <laughs> and we did not see it when it was in like major theaters. No, we, we went saw to it at the Vic, the Vic Theater when for they five dollars were... yeah. at Broom View. <laughs> It is my favorite movie experience to date because Steph and I got drunk. I I agree. It's I don't know. Uh, it was one of my favorite movie experiences to date. But we got drunk and there was this guy in the back laughing that at, at everything. everything. Oh, uh, it was amazing. It was Finn Wolfhard also killed it, um, and I love Finn Wolfhard. I'm a big <laughs> Bill Skarsgård fan, so anything not, he's... Not my Skarsgård. <laughs> <laughs> my Skarsgård is Alexander Skarsgård. I love Bill Skarsgård, so anything... I'm just going to do that this entire episode, not mine. <laughs> but I just love Bill Skarsgård, so anything that he's in, I'm down to watch. It also wasn't as scary as I was expecting, and I don't love scary movies. No, I'm a huge wiener, so I so don't it was, like scary, scary movies, and I enjoy. I in, thoroughly enjoyed that. I did too, yeah. It wasn't, like, overwhelmingly scary. There was that one scary scene, um, and... Spoiler alert. I was not expecting it. I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, I wasn't gonna expecting about it. it? Okay. I know you were. Uh, but that was scary as No, fuck. I was not going to talk about it. My coat was over my face, so I was not going <laughs> to talk about it. Um, but it was a good movie overall and an enjoyable movie experience. Um, I mean, I had... it doesn't replace the original No, but the original TV. was terrifying. Oh, yeah. Well, it was a two-part television series. I mean, so this is going to be a two-part terrifying. movie. Well, yeah, but it was a television series, and Tim Curry's pretty scary. Yeah, I mean, it was I not mean, terrifying. I love him, but it's still pretty scary. Um, so I have The Last Jedi, which I personally have mixed opinions about. I have mixed opinions about it as well, but overall, not the worst Star Wars film. There's been no because the first like the Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace was terrible. Oh, I know. <laughs> they, I mean, all of that trilogy was terrible. Um, but, I mean, yeah, Hayden not the worst. Christensen, not terrible. <laughs> Hayden Christensen is not terrible. But still, Ewan McGregor, you Ian, how do you? Ewan McGregor, Ewan does that? I don't know. Uh, also not terrible. No. Uh, not bad. Conceptually terrible. Terrible. Movie. Acting wise, casting wise, not terrible because yeah, casting wise, acting wise could be a lot worse. So, the last Jedi, just, not bad. I didn't love some of the storylines and some of the directions they cho- chose to go. Yeah, um, I mean, we're I not going to do any spoilers, I guess. No, we're not going to go into spoilers except for the Kylo Ren challenge, which we'll talk about. We'll later. talk about that later. <laughs> but I. I mean, you also love Adam Driver. Oh, I love Adam Driver. So I, anything he does can never be wrong. I have mixed opinions of Adam Driver. I think he's but, an awkward human being and makes me feel awkward. No, I mean, he makes me feel awkward too, which I really enjoy. That's <laughs> why I like him. But I, my biggest concern was that you can very much tell the storyline changed from J.J. Abrams into the new director. And he's coming into the third one, though, right? Or the yeah, no, JJ's coming back 12? for part nine. Nine. There we go. Nine. Not nine. 12. Nine. Not 12. 
That'll be another five years. That's, yeah, it's another ten years from now. Um, I have John Wick 2. And, I mean, everybody knows how much I love Keanu Reeves. Oh, you Reeves. love I love Keanu Reeves. My favorite movie of all time is Constantine. In general, John Wick, the John Wick series, I think he killed it. Um, mostly because it seems like he's playing himself. Like an old guy doing action movies. I feel like he's so much more chill and nice and kind than anything he does in his films. I agree. Except for Bill and Ted, because... <laughs> Nobody's that chill. No, no one's that chill. Um, no, I mean, I think he killed it. And it was a great movie. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I guess another movie I have on here, not I guess, it's on my list, um, is Anger Goes West. I have not seen it. It's on my list of things to see. Uh, it has Aubrey Plaza and Elizabeth Olsen. Oh. Not the Olsen. That's the one that's not Yeah, 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 yeah. Elizabeth Olsen. It's... Um, I want to see it because I love Aubrey Plaza, but I don't think it's, like, Aubrey Plaza being weird. I think it's Aubrey Plaza, like, doing natural I've movies. actually heard really good things about that movie. Unfortunately, I'm very behind on films from 2017. Oh, so am I. Lady Bird came out in 2017, right? You and I need to have a weekend where we just lock ourselves in one of our apartments and just watch the big films. We should do movie. my apartment because I got that couch. Your couch is real nice. I don't know. My couch is real nice, Your couch too. is real nice. And I also have... A dog, so we should do your apartment. So there were a lot of films that you and I need to catch ourselves up on yes, from I 2017. Agree. But of films we did see this year, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Very good. I, I love Groot. <laughs> Baby Groot is so cute. So disclaimer for anyone that has ever worked with me, I have a... Baby Groot. Dancing Baby Groot. Is a dancing Baby Groot phone charger on my desk it's at the office. It's which is nerdy as hell and cool as hell. And I've been complimented on that more than my Hales, uh, drink Hail coffee Satan. Hail Satan mug. That is my favorite thing I've ever bought anyone. Drink coffee <laughs> Drink Hail coffee Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs> Actually, my second favorite. My other favorite was the, the pin I got you. It says, the spooky all year? Yeah, it's perfect. I, and I am a very good gift giver, personally, I think I oh, am. Oh, good. I, you're a great gift I think giver. I'm a great gift giver. But those are honestly two of my, the favorite, my favorite gifts I've ever given anyone. Because they were, I, like, absolutely perfect for you. And I received both <laughs> of them. So, I mean, between. But also, I think the gift you got me was perfect. Because I. You love Krampus. Steph got me a Krampus pop hero, and I love Krampus. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was great. I mean... Also, they have a great soundtrack. Oh, yeah. It's a Music song. Music use? Yeah. Yes. I um, love 80s. I love New Wave. Yep. I just think the 80s music they used and like the 70s music they pulled Honestly, in. Honestly, I like the new, the newish, I guess. I mean, I guess Thor is kind of just jumping on the Guardians of the Galaxy trend. Yeah. Um, and bringing in, like, 70s, 80s music that's really popular. But I really like that. Like, it's... I like the fact that Thor... My is... favorite bit, which is not... It's it's a spoiler. So, spoiler alert. Uh, Peter Quill receives the Zune yeah. at the end of the film. I enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah. Which is funny, because my brother-in-law had a Zune, and... Like, Zune no, has not been a even, thing yeah. for, like... Since I mean, I iPods aren't a thing anymore either. No, iPads are also not a thing. Just general MB3 players aren't a thing. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a really good movie. And I think 
partially that's where the last jedi kind of fell is that they were trying to jump on like the jokey trend of marvel movies in general oh yeah disney realized that marvel was doing super well with like i mean deadpool came out previously yeah and then all like the when guardians of the galaxy the first one came out and it was funny. Those the, are both funny they movies. They realized that humor in superhero-ish, humor in yeah. movies in general, is very brings well Brings a lot. Yeah. And they tried to do that in The Last Jedi, and I think that's partly, partially why they failed and why it was Oh, I thought good. they tried to bring too much romance into The Last Jedi. I mean, that I was agree. my biggest that problem. Was, that I mean, was also my although, problem. Although, that was also a big old spoiler alert, so I apologize to anyone listening to this. I mean, you didn't say who the romance was between, so that's fine. It could be like... There anything. could be a lot of romance. It could be I anyone. have a lot of theories that we can say for a later episode that we could talk about romance yes. and Star Wars. We should Wars give it universe. a little more time, though. Okay, so, but yes, I think that was a good feeling. So, TV? No, we have have one last movie to talk about. So we want to talk about which we actually didn't see until last night. We also at the Vic for five dollars. Yes, we also saw at the Vic for super cheap. We saw Thor Ragnarok (laughs) last night. Also got drunk beforehand. It's fair point. Um, I loved that movie. Wait, before we talk about it, can we talk about the fact that the trailers for Thor Ragnarok... There was a spoiler alert in the trailer for the film we saw last night. So there was a spoiler of the of Thor. <laughs> so like we you, saw, and about... We knew Thor was going to lose his eye going into the movie. It was we, had, awful. we knew nothing about the movie except for the fact that they showed the Infinity Wars trailer for 2018. And all of a sudden, Lindsay goes, when does Thor lose his eye? And I was like, oh shit. I think I that's during Ragnarok. And then we all of a sudden started screaming, spoiler alert. <laughs> But it was, uh, I guess, moving on from that. Although I was very annoyed. It was um, a good movie. I enjoyed it. Was a good it. Movie. it was they like, played the immigrant song twice, and it was what great. Are you talking I about? love Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I need my cat Zeppelin. Like obviously, it was a good movie in general. I was not expecting it. I haven't liked Thor movies. It's I don't been... think I particularly liked any of them. I saw the first one. Yeah, they were okay. I never saw the second one because I heard it wasn't great, but. I heard the only reason I saw the third one is because one of our other coworkers told up tried to tell me it was funnier than Guardians of the Galaxy. So he is a big movie buff, like a superhero movie. And buff. definitely, it was funny. I no, I'll give you I that. enjoyed. I it. enjoyed the humor. It wasn't. Like I mean, unnecessarily I, so funny. a different backup. Taika Waititi does incredible films, like humor and. Inc- Incredible films. So I definitely picked up on his style of humor, but I think compared to, you're not gonna tell me it's That's not funnier, funnier than Guardians of the Galaxy. No, it's not. It's not a James <coughs> Gunn movie. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna bring me there. I'm sorry, but I loved Thor. It was good. I'm very excited. To I really see- only saw it because of the previews. Well, they brought in different characters we wouldn't have seen before. They brought in different characters, and they had a lot of good, like really good guest actors. They had some very good. I mean, my biggest moral dilemma was 
Carl Urban because the entire time I was like, Bones, why did Jim let you come here? It was also disappointing to see him like not be a great character because he's, oh, I love him. He did I love him not look that cute. He looks real cute in Star Trek. He does look real cute in Star Trek, but I mean, let's not get into that because I'll talk about Zachary Kinto That's for hours. That's a separate episode. I will talk about Zachary Kinto for hours. Well, I think that concludes part one of our 2017 roundup. Check out part two to hear our roundup of 2017 TV shows and general thoughts about the ups and downs of 2017. We're taking you now to Derek's final thoughts. We wanted to bring in this segment to let Lindsay's fiance, Derek, weigh in on our discussions after having to listen to us record in his living room. Uh, I did want to start out by saying that there is a disturbing lack of representation of Paps Blue Ribbon on your podcast. Uh... All these fancy beers you guys are drinking. Um, someone should be drinking up Pabst. That's all I'm saying. I guess one thing that I got into in 2017 was Run the Jewels. And that's kind of courtesy of Lindsay, but I guess more so courtesy of Alex, my buddy Alex. Um, <laughs> uh, but that was pretty good. I saw him in concert. Uh, Meow the Jewels, isn't that what it's called? Meow the Jewels. Like, Meow the Jewels is pretty good. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't think they're fucking end all be all, but they're pretty good. Uh, that's mainly just because I'm not into rap. But anyway. Uh, and then I guess my final point about 2017 is Chris Cornell killed himself. And, uh, I don't know. That made 2017 kind of suck. So I went on a. Soundgarden streak uh, for a couple of weeks uh, but then that made me start listening to more 90s stuff like I started listening to Smashy Pumpkins again uh, started listening to more Radiohead again uh, and Pearl Jam so uh, 90s 90s rock it's better than 2017 sobered back up we want to thank you for listening to drunk and uncultured you can keep in touch with us and follow all of our shenanigans and updates on instagram at drunk and uncultured we're on twitter at drunk uncultured and you can send us an email at drunk uncultured at gmail.com you can find stephanie at underscore steph in color and Lindsay is online at Lindsay sold out see you next episode